the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I'm heading to Club Areola. I'm Ben, and I guess by uh, lack of choice, I'm ready to go. Better be fucking ready to go. (laughs) Got this song. We needed to do it. We had to. (laughs) Is it going to fade out? Oh, just wait. (laughs) (laughs) What was funny about that is that for the entire life of that ride, it still played on those super shitty speakers that were covered in stuff like bird shit. And Apple ah. Dragster is currently closed. <laughs> You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> Please uh, push up on your lap bars and unbuckle your seatbelt, and we'll be opening the air gates, and you may choose to wait in line. That's going to be a while. <laughs> so I believe, I guess, really, first and foremost, we have some points to award in the 2022 Coaster Death Pool. <laughs> Yeah, there's actually a couple, and a few that no one guessed. Yeah, yeah. Well, those are purgatory points because nobody gets them. But uh, everybody who did put dragster on your list, uh, go ahead, add one. We'll we'll check at the end of the year. Keep track of your own points, but you all get one if you put dragster on your list. <laughs> Feels good, right? To so finally award if, some points in that goddamn contest. So what happens though if the ride reopens? Still died this year. The uh, the phrasing of the attract of the announcement specifically said, um, "Top Dill Dragster, as you know it, is being retired." So I think that's safe to say. No matter what happens with Top Dill Dragster, it is a new credit. I guess it is a new experience. I mean, I think I think it's probably going to be a new credit, right? I, I don't know. I say the no. ride's dead, though. I just think if they would have, if they were going to completely kill it, they wouldn't have worded it that way. Because here's the thing. I'm, I'm just going to look at the ad. Yeah, I put the exact wording yeah. there, and I'll read it real quick. Um, Cedar Point, September 6th, 2022. We have an important update to share regarding our Top Thrill Dragster roller coaster. After 19 seasons, an operation with 18 million riders experiencing the world's first Stratocoaster, Top Thrill Dragster, as you know it, is being retired. However, Cedar Point's legacy of ride innovation continues. Our team is hard at work, creating a new and reimagined ride experience. We'll share more details and information at a later date. 
two points as you know it and reimagined ride experience. I mean, that seems pretty yeah, all clear. The, all the marketing keywords are all there to indicate that, you know, that big fucking yellow red tower ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I guess really I'll walk my sentence, my statement back a little bit. We'll see if it's a new credit. I mean, if the track stays in place, it's not a new credit. If I don't know, I feel yeah, like, yeah, but I mean, how long is the launch track? If it's new launch and new brake track, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what well, also depends how they modify it. If they're just if they completely replace the track. Um, I don't know. I'm interested though. Like this is pretty interesting as a I don't know. <clears throat> as an adult coaster person that was like basically a child when this opened, like this is kind of exciting. Even if it never, you know, nothing ever happens to it. I don't know. I personally, I'm in the boat of like a new launch system and new brakes. It's really not that complicated and it's expensive, but considering what they've spent into the coaster, I don't think it's that unreasonable. I mean, it's probably almost as much as tearing the ride down per like, I mean, I don't know about that exactly, but you know, it's, I don't think it's that expensive compared to what else they could do with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it, if it's one of those things where it's like, all right, sink 10 million into a new launch and break run. And this ride will not have any more problems for 20 years. I think that's a pretty reasonable investment. I don't know how much they've been spending on it year after year, but I know it's a lot. Mm hmm. Now, I mean, and as far as LSM LSM power, all they really have to do is add LSMs to the first little approach, like where it reaches forty five degrees, and you're good. I don't really know enough about uh, launch technology to be able to speculate on that. Although it seems like they would definitely need to extend beyond where the current or like where the launch track did go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I will say though, I do put money on. They will try to get the launch like a mile or two faster, but then they'll just trim the top like they do on King Ka. That's my guess. It's possible. I don't really see them doing any substantial modifications to the tower. Especially yeah. the higher up it is, the less likely any kind of modification is. Right. Just because right. obviously the higher up it is, the more money it costs to t- tinker with. Mm-hmm. Here's an idea, though. What about they have a, it's like a shuttle coaster where they have like two tracks that parallel. So they launch one up the brake run, one on the launch track, and then they just roll backwards. I don't. Where would it go? 
it would just go or up. like the brakes the brakes would become a launch track too you're saying well it would be like a just like a shuttle coaster like two shuttle coasters yeah okay not very likely but it would be funny like i mean they could actually make it a racing experience so that way they're like all right it's only going to launch you 100 miles per hour it's only going to go like 80 percent of the way up Oh, okay. So yeah, and then one's the twisty tower, and one's the just the regular <laughs> tower. Yeah, yeah. That they could. I don't know. I mean, nothing's really off the table at this point because, as far as I know, I think they they've got the whole fucking thing walled off, and it's all under construction. Hmm. Even the little gift shop there closed and they put like fucking curtains in the windows and shit. What are so what do you think some other themes could be now for this ride though? I mean drag race drag racing, hot sun, you know, facility with no shade, metal bleachers, the smell of overflowing toilets from the nearest bathroom fried food in the air like that is a very Ohio and bo of course guess bo like that is a very ohio experience so, like i wonder what else they could do with like theme wise all right well the obvious first choice i'm gonna have to go with is rupaul's drag race <laughs> did you see that clip which clip all right i'm gonna send it to you we i won't mention but uh it's it's got some good meme meme material but anyway yeah rupaul's drag race would be pretty fucking do you think they would partner with her or him or them though (laughs) rupaul with ru yeah um (laughs) it could be i mean Rue, Rue, I could see, you know, that's like the first step to Rue's own version of Dollywood is is Rue's own ride at a theme park, you know? Yeah. And it looks like a giant cock, so. That's true. That is very true. And like on the launch, it'll be like sashay away. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I could see it. It would be funnier if Drag Race was like a really slow Mac launch. And it's just like, now sashay away. It just like takes like five seconds to get up to 30 (laughs) miles per hour. (laughs) Well, you know, those LSMs don't go as quick as the, um, accelerator coaster so (laughs) the mac ones are really slow yeah well i think i think we got a contender for retheme of dragster yeah i mean there's not much you can do with a giant cock tower that already had that already has a drag racing theme. Yeah. yeah. I, I say just really lean in. 
I think, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing RuPaul's Drag Race come to Cedar Point. I'm also excited to see Ohio uh, flip out and claim the child grooming. Woke Cedar Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well... I, I like it though. I think, you know, I'm ready. It you know, the park's ready for a change. What about they keep the tower but they just build a restaurant in the launch building? Oh, so it's like um it's like it looks like a cool ride and there's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. And there's even a little video about the legacy of the ride. So you can watch a video of the ride you can't ride. And like, you could sit in the old trains that don't have the lap bars on them anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny about that is that um, since Cedar Point just leaves the trains sitting out on the midway all winter long they'd probably be in better taken care of in a restaurant. That's true. That's right. They were sitting out all winter. That's yeah. For 20 years and somehow a piece flew off. Huh? Weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think fun idea. Um, was the multi swing launch. You add a backspike. Now, I don't really think this is going to happen, but I think in the theme of Cedar Fair, I think that this would be the most fun, like the the funniest idea where they're like, all right, we're going to break the 500-foot barrier. So they turn Dragster in a multi-swing launch. So they add a backspike to the ride, but the backspike is only 485 feet tall, but then they build a 20-foot like antenna to make it technically 500 feet. And then you have a swing long so it launches forward first, rolls backwards, and then it only has to really go up like, what, 80% up the tower? And then you can still claim the record. You wouldn't even have to modify the top hat. Yeah, but you'd have to add a ton of track. Just a back spike, though. It's like about like the length, track length of Wicked Twister. Yeah, but also like track switches and shit. It could work, but I think it would be crazy expensive. Yeah, I mean, you're basically doubling down on the investment, but but that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I really do think that they're like, well, I think they're just trying to look, find a way to update the ride. Now that they have the opportunity to close the ride for a whole season, I mean, who knows? They could have been planning this shit all year. Race for the sky. Maybe they'll have SNS do the launch. <laughs> <laughs> 
It'd be so even more unreliable. Never, yeah, so it'll work <laughs> even less. <coughs> All right, well, dragster. <coughs> we hardly knew ye. Um, yo, Ben. Goth Night at Magic Mountain has been canceled. Four. <laughs> so you can continue to listen to KMFDM and Marilyn Manson alone. <laughs> Goth Night at Magic Mountain has been canceled. <laughs> Even though Harley Quinn still has a ride theme to her. Girls with tattoos of her likeness are stuck in the clearance department of a hot topic. Fuck, was this was, so was this always a thing? Goth Night at Magic Mountain has been canceled. <laughs> 25 years ago when it would have been cool. <laughs> what the fuck? <clears throat> Apparently it was going to be the first ever Goth Night. And there was a disagreement between the organizers and the park, apparently, that led to the event's cancellation. Um, I wonder what about, (laughs) like, what kind of disagreement can you get into in that topic? (laughs) Seriously, I guess uh, apologies to everyone who's wearing Jack Skellington shirts and chain wallets. Jeez. Or Invader Zim hats. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Remember when goth was like... So there, I feel like there were there were two variations of goth. There was the... The, like, Gen X goth, and then there was the, the millennial goth. I, yeah, Gen X goth was more like... The Smiths and shit. Yeah. Weird, like... Sad boy shit. Well, pretty much anyone that would have showed up to Woodstock '99, I feel like, is in that Gen X goth. But yeah, that was more aggro, I think. Yeah. I guess. I guess the dividing line really has to be trip pants. Because <laughs> <laughs> pre-trip pants are certainly the. Uh, that first wave goth. Yeah. And it was kind of like, uh, we're going to take sketchy ecstasy and rat poison acid in a warehouse wearing chains and shit. Yeah. I also kind of picture like the South park goth kids. Yeah. Fucking but goth then, night at Magic Mountain. But then millennial goth was it went into like video game. It was like video game culture and Pokemon still. Yeah, and the Invader Zim and like yeah yeah Invader Zim and Buddy Holly glasses. Now you're kind of just describing like hipster aesthetic from our generation. Well, yeah, but there was, I felt like there was a little bit of crossover. It went from. At least in my school, the metal kids were the ones that started the hipster shit. It was, you know, black. Right around 05, the kids that were goth before that suddenly were doing like the black emo blade. 
and uh, like button up shirts underneath graphic t shirts. It all like blends that, together. <clears throat> God, the like MySpace emo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MySpace emo was was interesting. And then there was scene. Yep, scenester. Five five five. But yeah, remember remember when I had a big old hunk of red hair in the front of my face for like see, a minute? See, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, dude, I, I did that one time. I like dyed like one lock of like one one big grip of hair red. Why? Because everyone had weird shit like that in their hair. Yeah. See, you you get me saying that because you were there too. <laughs> See, the worst thing I ever did was dye my hair black. Jet black. That's not too bad. I took a fucking driver's license photo with that red shit in my hair. Nice. Oh, okay, I remember seeing the photo. Yeah. <laughs> So I was stuck with that shit for much longer than I actually wore it for. That's kind of fucking, funny. Fucking goth night. See, uh, my driver's license photo was taken. For some reason, I had a slush puppy t-shirt. That I wore. Um, Yeah, that was like the weirdest I got. With black hair. See, lucky, lucky for you, man. You know, you didn't make weird choices like I did. Um, remember people uh, doing the fake, the fake razor cuts on their wrists? Oh, that was weird. Oh, here's one: girls with mustaches tattooed on their finger. Hmm. I bet you feel kind of dumb now. <laughs> Didn't we know one of those? I think we knew two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah. Huh, what's that weird scar on your finger? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yo, Kennywood, uh, they're teasing a new alien-themed ride. Maybe it's a re-theme of their uh, Exterminator ride. Could be. Exterminate the human race. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think it's alien like the movie Alien. It's alien like... Like... We live close to the. It's alien, like, like build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, um, like a MAGA hat in Texas, right? Yeah, <laughs> like these these illegal aliens. <laughs> oh God! Jokes, jokes, jokes. We're kidding at the expense of morons, people. That's what we're doing here. 
uh, alien themed ride. That's gonna be a thing. Fucking Goth Night. Um, you know, SeaWorld San Antonio is gonna be getting a fucking here. Intamin's new launched log flume. That looks pretty dope, though. Sounds like a cool ass ride, but here's the deal, right? And I'm gonna say this with the highest of hopes. I hope that it has a lot of operational time. Also, like, just living time. Like- That's what I'm saying. Intamin rides already don't have a superb track record. Water rides, particularly. Their launching rides don't really have the greatest operational record. I don't know. Yeah, their water rides are really bad. I mean, both hydro flumes. I think someone died on a log flume. Someone died on the rapids ride. Um, shoot the rapids, flip the boat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we'll see what happens. No Ruger. Yeah, we look forward to more. <laughs> We look forward to a new story coming soon. (laughs) Oh, geez. So, boy, sometimes I try to write jokes for these shows. Sometimes I just have to read the headlines. How about this? The American Dream Mall is opening a spirit Halloween. (laughs) That's pretty great. I <laughs> I don't even <laughs> I mean the only question is is it taking over the whole mall or is it just a one location <laughs> When I was there last year there was this giant um like inflatable balloon spider above one of the uh which is creepy as fuck by the way well, also, what was even creepier was the fact that Hoobastank, the reason, was playing. Like, that, that sounds song... like um like a simulation of real life. No, right, right, right. right. It was a, the whole mall was like a meme on itself. It was just bizarre because that song already has like a very specific kind of connotation and image to it. So, just imagine like a. A giant, huge, empty mall. Like it's a, a huge liminal space, with that song just like echoing, with that like mall echo, with the faint sound of like people talking and laughing. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. That sounds like an AI generated simulation. This <laughs> <laughs> is like human shopping mall A four three two. And I want you to know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Like fucking Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. They they know to come to the mall. God, yeah, so there's going to be a spirit Halloween there. Uh, 
could have seen that coming. Fuck. But seriously, though, is it taking over Nickelodeon Universe, uh, the water park, a retail spot? Like, Hopefully it takes over the uh, It's Sugar. That, like, weird, like, mer- like, amalgamation of, like, propaganda and marketing that you yeah. sent me. The picture of from that candy shop where there was like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, it's like at, at Sugar, we believe in the freedom to eat what you want. Yeah. <laughs> freedom never tasted so good. <laughs> and the goddamn Statue of Liberty is holding a bag of Oreos. Oh, <laughs> that Are reminds they all me of this. Yeah, they all have like weird. Fu- they're not all over the top like that, but they all have like weird shit. Like the one in Vegas is definitely pretty over the top. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of this Mark Marin bit where he was like. Yeah, they're thinking about changing the tagline of America from America, land of the brave, home of the free, to America, all you can eat. Speaking of Mark Marin, I think I'm going to see him next week in Boulder. Dude, that's awesome. He's really great live. Nice. Yeah. I saw him, shit, like 10 years ago at this little theater in Chicago, like before he was famous. And he did like two and a half hours. And I was in the very front row. Nice. And it was just killer, man. So, yeah, dude. Hey, that's that's awesome. You'll have a great time. So did he uh, did he start like later? Like what was his? I didn't really I didn't really know much about him until maybe like a year or two ago. Yeah, dude, he's been a stand-up for, like, 40 or 50 years. No, not 50 years. More like 40 years. And then, like, he did a bunch of radio stuff, and he started WTF, which is kind of like, you know, king of podcasts back in 09. Sure. And I was a listener back then, and that's how I had heard of him, and that kind of got him pretty well known so then yeah he ended up being able to do you know TV work and more notable stuff since that but he's always done stand up so he's he's got that down his stand up is great um, he, I don't know if you ever listened to his podcast but his his like first 10, 15 minutes when he's just kind of ranting at the beginning, that's usually him workshopping material he's kind of working on. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've listened to a few episodes, but it wasn't until probably last couple weeks that I started listening more. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, dude, he's good. You'll enjoy. 
let's see. This is some exciting news. Bush Gardens Williamsburg announced Dark Coaster Escape the Storm opening Ooh. next year. Spooky. Isn't this? Oh, yeah, that's right. And they're calling this the world's first straddle coaster. <laughs> All indoor straddle coaster. <laughs> what the fuck? So it's an indoor motorbike coaster. There you go. You're welcome. That's a way less creepy way to market it, but okay. I guess you're not really on a motorbike. Well, it's like I, I just saw someone posting about it like, just wait until they put that on a billboard. Straddle coaster. Well, when you don't want to pay for a strata coaster. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're maybe they're gonna re- reimagine Topfield Dragster as like a So like, yeah, it's the the straddle coaster. Wait, yeah, stra- no, it's a oh straddle coaster. It straddles the line between being lame and fun. <laughs> but I don't know. It's good to see they're doing something with the castle, at least. It'll be fine. They need a dark ride. Although I feel like so, dark rides are one of those rides where no matter what park or no matter like what you're talking about, it's generally always like, oh, they could use a dark ride. Yeah, they could because they got rid of Dark Castle a while ago. Um, yeah, and I like that was a fun ride. So, what did it do? Was it a was it a Sally interactive ride? No, no, it's the same ride system as. Um, Spider-Man at Universal. Okay. Ellen's of Adventure. Where it's the combination screen and um, practical effects. Mm-hmm. 3D. With a lot of good blending. I remember it being pretty good. I got to ride it in 2005. Nice. It looks cool. And I spent a lot of money on it, so it's surprising it closed so soon after it opened, but But it's good they're doing something with that space at least. Cuz I know it was like a haunt for a little while they would only use it the, the actual castle. And now you get the straddle. Yep, straddle that castle. Um, oh, Meow Wolf announced a list of artists who are working on the new Meow Wolf in Texas. It's pretty cool, yep. I guess. I don't know. I guess it's a bunch of, I'm assuming it's a bunch of non union people who are going to have to fight for their paychecks. Mm hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, I like Meow Wolf, so I'm looking forward to eventually going to visit it. The, um, oh, fuck. Um, 
What was I going to say? Some about the shit. What were we talking about? Meow Wolf. Oh, right. Meow Wolf. Yeah, I'm. There's like uh, apparently there's three Disney executives on the board now, um, and they definitely have the, you know, pro business, pro growth mindset. So, which is unfortunate, but we'll see how this these new ones go. I mean, they're cool experiences, even though, yes, commodification kind of goes against the exact ideals of what it is. But, you know, that's kind of the problem with society being run by money. I kind of hope the original one splits off. They should just have that. They should just leave that one run ran independently. So that way, if it's like, you know, the suburban soccer mom with five shitty misbehaved kids wants to go to the one in Dallas, that's cool. But then the Santa Fe one can kind of remain as as what it is. I feel like they're all kind of their own thing. Yeah, that's that's true. So, like, they're all going to serve different basic clientels, you know? Because I'm sure there'll be one like in Orlando eventually. I think there, there might is be one, one coming in, to like... Orlando already. Oh yeah, that's right. There is going to be one in Orlando. We talked about it on this show. Duh. Yeah. I smoke pot. I, um, there'll probably be one in fucking... If they don't put one in Chicago, then they'll put it in the Dells. Uh, I don't know about that one. You don't think was, so? No. Dells is too. Uh, Dells is kind of like Pigeon Forge. Like, and I don't see. Yeah, I don't see her going to the Dells. Like, I could see Mount Olympus creating a like a, a knockoff one. Um, oh God! Kind of like when they when they opened up that nightclub <clears throat> wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never fucking forget. When I worked with my first like full time job, were um, you know like office corporate bullshit, and I had a couple coworkers that were my age in school, and they were kind of your typical lame, just suburban living, like um, I would say like Milwaukee's Glenview, not Glenview, um, Park. What is it, Park Ridge? Oh, yeah. Like that kind of equivalent of where like the kids all like grew up in there and they always talk about golf and, you know, whatnot. So I I remember this one of the one of the guys, he went to the Dells and went to this nightclub and he came back and he was just so ecstatic. He's like, dude, like this is the most amazing fucking place I've ever been. And he's talking it up. He's like, yeah, they got like graffiti guns and like the the whatever the cryo cannons and you know this and that <clears throat> um and then of course i went there like <laughs> six months later and it was, it was fucking lame it was small it uh was not like a vegas nightclub did they promote it like a vegas nightclub that that was like its tagline it was 
Wisconsin's first and largest Vegas style nightclub. Oh my God. And they had like bottle service tables and they had, you know, all that shit. It was, so it was kind of like a meme of itself of what they thought a Vegas nightclub was, but because it's Wisconsin, you know, it, uh, yeah. Anyway, I wonder if there's any photos of it. I just, I I hated the name wet. Wet. Yeah, that's terrible name. God, whatever gave them the fucking idea to make a nightclub. Well, Jesus Christ. Um, I, you know, just got back from fucking California a couple days ago. That's right. Yeah, man. Had a hell of a trip. Uh, hold on. Before you start your story, can I... Take a minute and throw something away. Of course. Okay. One second. And this is a great opportunity for all of you listening to go ahead and uh, go make your peeps and poops and garbage and whatnot. Grab a snack. Grab a bev. A bevy. Why don't you? Um, that was a new character. He's a. He's a. He's a kid who wants you to have a beverage. Grab a bevy, why don't you? All right. Um, I would. I was having tea. I finished my tea. It's what keeps the uh, dulcet tones before you sounding so refreshed. But I've also got some water bottle. Some water bottle. I choose to phrase things interestingly sometimes, I think. Yup. Now, there we go. So, California. I'll give the... The the rundown. Let's see, I made I made notes so I wouldn't forget shit. <laughs> the video you sent me. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see, not that. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. All right. Um, on the 5th, Monday the 5th, that was uh, Labor Day. Didn't do any parks. Stayed near Disneyland. Went to the Angels game. Tigers and Angels. Um, Angels won 10-0. Got to see two Otani home runs and one Mike Trout home run. Mike Trout was one triple short of hitting for the cycle. Um, yeah, pretty good game. Enjoyed Angel Stadium. Got to see um, the Disneyland fireworks from the backside of Angel Stadium, which is very cool. Um, because Angel Stadium is in Anaheim. 
it's really like about a 10 minute drive from Disneyland. Yeah. So that was dope. Don't know if you've ever been there. I have not. No, you're not a big uh, baseball guy, but it's funny if you're in the area and you have extra time and you want to take in a game. So did that. The next morning we drove out early to go up to Griffith Park so my folks could check out the Hollywood sign from up there and all that. Then we went over to Universal Studios where we had booked the VIP studio tour. Holy fucking shit, that VIP tour, totally worthwhile. So what exactly? Is that the one where you drive around on the little carts? All right, yeah. So at Universal Hollywood, you come in early, valet parking, special entrance. You get breakfast in a restaurant that overlooks the main entrance of the park before it opens, which is cool. And then we got onto the first VIP tram tour of the day where they take you. It's a single tram as opposed to the four car tram for the regular tour. Mm -hmm. And it would be in 40 minutes. It was two hours. And we got to walk around um, Jaws, like the backside of where they go into Jaws, which like Amity Island, which apparently is where they filmed. That was the set for shit. Murder. She wrote that was the town. Okay. (laughs) Which is cool. Um, We didn't get to see a few notable areas that are usually on the studio tour because Quantum Leap was being filmed. Like, there was an actual hot set we drove through. Um, But that was pretty cool to see. Of course, did all the tram stops on there. Um, We saw the set of The Good Place. And there's like... <clears throat> it's they call it Europe over there, and they can turn it into basically any European country. Right. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, we got to drive through the world, the world set, but I guess that's a Halloween Horror Nights area. So that's pretty cool. How big is the whole actual studios part of the? Oh, it's huge. You'd get lost, man. There's roads and roads with sound stages. And they even have like, you know, it's, it's partially on a mountain and they keep some of the like nature and woods intact between the roads to give Mm -hmm. woods outdoorsy filming locations. Like, but yeah, it's huge. The amount of space back there. Okay, yeah, I've I'm just looking it up on a. Like they got, we saw Wisteria Lane real quick, but they were filming a Toyota commercial, so we couldn't drive down it. I wanted to see um, the Clock Tower Square from Back to the Future, but I think because of the filming, we couldn't go to that area, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then. They also include express passes on your VIP tour. So our tour guide, Donna, who is awesome, ask for Donna if you go on the tour. She took us to first Jurassic World. We got right on. 
the retheme from Jurassic Park was pretty good. Uh, the new effects on there were pretty cool. Didn't get too wet, which was nice. Um, then we did the mummy, same as before, you know. Coaster part's pretty cool, but is what it is. Was that one redone as well? No, still the same as when we wrote it back in '09. Oh man, they were working on uh, Super Nintendo World down there on the lower lot. That looks incredible. Really want to go back and see that when it opens. Um, everybody else did Transformers. I didn't want to go because I went on that one in Orlando. And that shit makes me sick. So I sat out. Then uh, they include lunch at this VIP restaurant. And it's like buffet style. It was really good. And Lucille Ball and Doc Brown both were walking around in there when we were eating, which was cool. As in, then, like, uh, like actors or... Yeah, you know, they were characters. Oh, sure. Um, Then after lunch, our VIP guy, Donna, kept uh, walking us around, which was really cool of her. Um, She took us to the Secret Life of Pets ride, which was fucking awesome. I love that ride. Classic uh, dark ride. With almost all physical sets and and props. Um, yeah. Practical, which is awesome. Um, <clears throat> they they took us over to Despicable Me. Rihanna and I didn't want to go because meh. And then finally, they took us to Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. And that was the end of the VIP tour, but we still had express passes. So after that, we sat at the Three Broomsticks for a while. We got some butterbeer and some fire whiskey. And then um, my dad and I went on the Simpsons ride. And we got some Duff beers. And that was it. Park closed at 6, so we had to get out. Is um, the Duff beer in the can that you buy in the store, is that... That's like an it's like a soda, right? Yeah, I think that's like an energy drink. But they have now over there in the Springfield area, it's actual um, Duff beer on tap. Okay, it's pretty good, and they had Dufftoberfest also. What is um, like special, yeah? What it's a special variety? Wonder who I wonder who brews that. I don't know, and I'm honestly I'm not sure if it's the same Duff beer that's served in the Orlando Springfield because they also serve a Duff beer, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually different Duff beer because I think they source from local breweries. Yeah, sure. But it was good. It was good, and we got <laughs> they had like souvenir cups, so we got one regular and one of the Dufftoberfest, which are super cool. Um, and then afterwards, my parents wanted to see some Hollywood because, you know, they, my dad's never gone. My mom went in the 90s. So we drove down to like Hollywood and Vine 
and we walked over to um the the Chinese theater mm-hmm. to go see like the handprints, you know. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, and the with all the stars and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we checked yeah. that out, and you know all the. It's a real ooh, Hollywood's weird, and then my mom was like, my mom really wanted to see the former home of actor Patrick McGowan, and she told us that it was like pretty close to where we were going in Hollywood. So I said, okay, you know, we looked it up and we start driving and it turns out it was in fucking Santa Monica. (laughs) So how far, I mean, how far is that? Oh, like 35, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Like we were thinking it was right down, you know, vine or something, you know, right in the area. No, it was all the way in Santa Monica, but that's okay. She was like really happy to see this house. So I was glad, you know, to take her. And we ended up driving by the uh, the Santa Monica Beach Boardwalk or Pier, Santa Monica Pier. My bad. With that one really famous Morgan coaster. Yeah, that's like the ride is so bizarre. It's like it um, it's only a roller coaster because it's like technically a roller coaster it's like who would ever thought like okay let's build a roller coaster here let's get a company that's known for like hyper coasters oh okay cool so you want it to have like a big drop no just make it do like a turn gently going downwards <laughs> okay and then what um how about some more turns gently going downwards Sure. Anything else? Another turn? <laughs> but yeah, uh that was that was our universal day. It was pretty great. Got on everything, you know. So, uh next day, Tuesday the seventh, first Disneyland day of the trip. Oh man, it was full. He uh, got in and we rope dropped Peter Pan. We did Mr. Toad, Alice in Wonderland, Pinocchio, Snow White. We had a reservation. We did Ogus Cantina. Got a fuzzy Tauntaun. It was really good. Um, we had an individual attraction selection for Rise of the Resistance, which broke down when we were in line. Nice. Yeah. Um, and we actually got, it's not an in-show evacuation, but, you know, from the queue. So, so they didn't, um, did they, so you can't re-enter or like, what do they do? Uh, we got the fast passes, uh, what, uh, lightning lane. That's good for any attraction. Oh, okay. So we were able to come back later. We did, but yeah, we got walked out through backstage in the queue nice because of the breakdown which is cool um after that we did Winnie the Pooh which is fun 
then uh, we went on Splash Mountain, and it was the fucking wettest I've ever been on a goddamn water ride ever in my life. Why? What's? Well, because it was me and Jamin and my wife and my folks and my mother-in-law all in one log. Or wait, maybe Jamin, Jamin was there, I think. But either way, it was five of us, full, full-size full adults in a log. No kids. So every time there was like one little drop, the water would come in on both sides and just like get your legs and shit. Oh, sure. Yeah. And not like, not like splash up. It would just kind of like that slow where it goes over the sides of the boats. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Every yeah. fucking time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're laughing because it's like, God damn it. Yeah, it was yeah. like, um, yeah, like the loggers run little drop. Yeah. Where the water yeah. would just like roll over the top and then fall down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was that was intense. It was funny, but it was intense. Um, then we did Jungle Cruise. Then we had a lunch at Blue Bayou. We got to sit right on the water by the boats. Super cool. Um, food was fantastic. Restaurants, fantastic. Staff was great. Highly recommend going to Blue Bayou if you go to Disneyland. Um, then we did Haunted Mansion Holiday. Holy shit, Haunted Mansion Holiday is fucking awesome. That shit's for real. It's, what uh, holiday is it? So what they do is during... It's it's during Hall- Halloween and Christmas. They put a temporary reskin on a haunted mansion where it's themed to nightmare before Christmas. Mm. Yeah. That shit slaps, man. It's got a Danny Elfman soundtrack in there. And there's a bunch of new animatronics and shit. It's really cool. So then we did a, did a break. We were at a hotel right across Harbor from the entrance uh, to Disneyland, which was fantastic. About a 10 minute walk. Um, came back, did Space Mountain. Fucking A, man. Space Mountain West is so fucking good. I forgot how good that ride was. Yeah, it's more. Um, it's more like disco ball than like tunnels and shit and the music and the effects man the whole shit's fucking way cooler and it felt like it goes faster uh obviously didn't look on our cdb so i don't know it just felt that way yeah um then we did the tiki room and had dole whips tiki room's great Love it. Um, Then we got on Rise of the Resistance, which is fucking phenomenal, obviously. Have you been on that? Rise of the Resistance? Yeah. No. Okay. 
oh man, you gotta go. Um, then we did Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, which was super fun because it was nighttime. Uh, oh, so random bit. Um, Florida Space Mountain goes 27 miles per hour. California goes 32. Ah, it does go faster. Didn't just feel it. Thank you for the uh, <laughs> fact check. <laughs> I was curious because I know. Oh, wait. It's an arrow. The original one at, at, at yeah, at um, Disney World, I think is. Yeah. Or so according to RC, okay, confused because RCDB in California says it's arrow. Florida doesn't say anything. Huh. Uh, we're going to need to do some deep dive research here because I think dynamic attractions did some work on the retheme in 2005 in California, but I'm, I thought for sure that arrow made the one in Florida, the original one, because I thought it was pretty similar to Matterhorn, but maybe WDI did it. Got me stumped. We're going to have to look this one up or if any of our, uh, our Disney trivia guys know, let us know. Yeah. We just need one of those Disney people to just jump in and correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, closed out the night with Indiana Jones, which is fun and loved it. Although some of the effects weren't working, which sucked. Indiana Jones, that was a. Uh, that ride is where like the whole car like lifts and tilts kind of as you roll yeah. around, and you kind of do like outward bank turns almost. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was one of those rides I think we did the single rider line for, but then you get up to the station and they're just like, how many are in your group? Yeah. We ended up riding together anyway. Yeah. Um, All right. So next day we started off at California adventure, got on radiator Springs, which was fucking amazing. It went down for like an hour while we were standing in line before it started operating for the day. Um, And we met Sir Willow. Who's that? Uh, From YouTube. He runs a kind of cheesy YouTube channel, mainly about Disney parks and Silver Dollar City. Okay. Uh, But I watch his videos. We saw him in line. We said hi. You know, it was cool. Then the ride opened up. It was awesome. Got some breakfast at Starbucks. Uh, then we got on Mike and Sully to the rescue. Love that ride. Super fun. Then uh, we got on Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Awesome. Awesome retheme of Tower. Love it. Story's cool. Love every part of it. Um, my dad wasn't feeling well that day. So he wasn't riding stuff, unfortunately. So I'm glad he at least got to go to Disneyland and do the Universal VIP tour and all that. Um, but he did get on some dark rides. We did lunch at the Lamplight Lounge, 
which was really nice. And we saw, oh shit, uh, Ordinary Adventures there. Another YouTube channel. Um, then we went back to Disneyland. We did Haunted Mansion Holiday again. Got on the Mark Twain Riverboat, which was pretty fun. We did It's a Small World, which was awesome. I, I really loved it. Um, we Rhiannon and I rode the Disneyland Railroad to get back around to the front, which was pretty cool. And uh, went to the hotel for a bit and then closed off the night by going on Radiator Springs Racers. That was my folks' last day out there. <clears throat> they left the next day, which is Friday. Uh, Rhiannon and I started the day. We went to Space Mountain, Rope Drop, and then Haunted Mansion Holiday was a walk-on, so we did that. And that was the first day of D23. Um, so we did the Simpsons panel, which we got selected for at D23, which was really fun. Um, they had... they. Matt Groening was there, and Yardley Smith um, moderated. Al Jean was there. So it was pretty cool. They screened the new short for Disney+, and they did a Q&A with Homer, which was really cool. Like The Voice? Uh, no, so they had like people planted in the audience with questions that they had prepared, and then Homer... They had like animated answers from Homer. Oh, uh, okay. It was pretty neat. Kind of like a, a, a um, what do you call it? Jerry Springer setup. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> it was pretty neat. It was fun. And uh, we did a little shopping because D23 is a fucking mindfuck. Um, we went back to Disneyland, but we were both pretty knocked out because it had been a lot of walking and shit and got a mint julep at the French market. That was it. Next day was Saturday. We went to D23, did a bunch of shopping, saw some of the boots. Um, and then at that night we had tickets to go to Oogie Boogie Bash at, um, Disney's California Adventure, which was super cool. Um, we got to see the parade, the frightfully fun parade, which was great. Um, Headless Horseman was kind of cool, but he was not, he was kind of like just moseying along. Um, we saw most of the characters which was cool. Didn't stop to get pictures because the lines were insane for the characters. Uh, we did almost every treat trail. Um, trying to think what else, what else? Uh, we did Incredicoaster, which got rough. Oh, like a, like a rattle rough or... Yeah, like especially in the turns, very like um almost like jackhammery. Okay. That sucks. Just unpleasant, you know, and in the loop too. Didn't they have like multiple accidents in that loop? They had that one famously where that 
person dropped a backpack and it made the train valley. That's right, yeah. Huh. Yeah, um, got lots of candy, you know, and parade was cool. The characters were cool. Oh, we went on Little Mermaid. That was good. Um, I didn't, I didn't go on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark because I wasn't feeling the greatest, so I didn't want to chance it with getting sick same deal with web slingers just didn't get a chance because didn't want want a chance not feeling well um oh the villains grove man that was cool they set up this whole area that's normally like a kid's playground area and they put like it's got all this, you know, uh, forest and it's, they put all these lights and fog in it, like made it almost like a haunted trail. And there was these projections of the villains and they incorporated music and stuff. Pretty much short of having characters, it was like a haunted forest type of deal. And it was really, really cool great lighting effects and very, very cool music and all that. Interestingly enough, there was a survey afterwards that I took and I fucking didn't screenshot it. But one of the things they asked about was specifically like, you know, if they should do a haunted trail or, um, scary stuff for adults at Oogie Boogie Bash. So I think they're actually leaning into that a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Because it'd be really well done. Um, Apparently, we didn't see it, but we saw a video later that in Avengers Campus, they had a zombified version of Captain America out, which looked pretty fucking cool. That's hot. Um, now Sunday, Sunday, Sunday was the big enchilada, man. That was, uh, the Disney parks and experiences panel, which, uh, we did not try to camp out to get into the actual room. We just watched them TV screens that were on the show floor because there was like this huge cluster fluck of lines and madness to try and queue. They have a separate basement built just for queuing. A basement for queuing? Yeah. Oh, shit. And we said, you know what? Fuck that. (laughs) Now, we had moved hotels. We were staying across from Disneyland on Harbor until Friday, and then we switched to the uh, Anaheim Marriott because it was right by the Expo Center where D23 was and that worked out fucking perfectly um, so that was nice because we had about a two minute walk to get into the show or like to get to security to go into the show so we were able to find you know 
a spot to watch the TV screens pretty easily. So uh, here is a list of everything that was announced during the parks panel. I made notes. First of all, Happily Ever After is returning to the Magic Kingdom in 2023. I knew you'd be excited about that one, Ben. Yeah, that's Um, a pretty good one. Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary celebration has been extended through September 30th, 2023. Apparently that uh, the 30th celebration there has been a big success. It's cool. Glad they're doing that well. Um, Pixar, We Belong Together stage show to debut in Walt Disney Studios Park in 2023. They didn't really give a whole lot of details about what movies this might cover, uh, but oh, hey, new stage show for Walt Disney Studios Park, which probably needs it. Uh, Mandalorian and Grogu walk around characters are coming to Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland in November 2022. They actually debuted them on the stage. They looked pretty good. Uh, Grogu had some uh, talking, like noises he made. And looked pretty cool. Uh, sorry, Florida people. No word on y'all. Uh, Hulk walk around character coming to Avengers Campus. At Disneyland, Disney's California Adventure starting this week. But that Hulk walk around character looked weird. (laughs) Look it up real quick. Here, I'll see if I can find it. Give me one second. I know this is compelling podcasting, but give me one second. Um, Yeah, what do I look up? Here, I'm, I'm finding a video. Here you go. Let me send it to you. All right. It's going in the Zencaster chat. There you go. So this is the Hulk character. That's coming to uh, Avengers Campus at Disneyland, at Disney's California Adventure. <sighs> There's a fucking ad. Of course. It's an interesting look. Yeah, skip half, to about like half button up plaid suit coat. Black hat. Wait, what? Oh, uh, just whoever's on, who's ever presenting. Oh, that's the guy from Marvel. Skip to about one thirty. Okay, see it. Huh. Yeah, kind of weird looking, right? I mean, he's big. <clears throat> But he's wearing a full body suit except for his hands and a helmet. 
So is it a fully robotic or is it a person? <clears throat> no, there's a, it's like a puppet suit, okay. basically. <clears throat> they made, they had a, an exhibit, um, an Imagineering exhibit where they were kind of explaining how they made the exo muscle material and stuff. But that didn't really, that doesn't look like it's really ready, but I think they kind <clears> of, <throat> excuse me, hinted at that maybe being a temporary uh, character. So, yeah. Now, uh, Avengers Campus is going to get the, I don't know if it's an e-ticket, but they're going to get that third ride based on the multiverse featuring all Avengers from all times against a new King Thanos. They did not give any details as to what kind of ride. Um, other than... They showed a one piece of concept art. Which not concept will, art. Yeah, not concept art. Which I'll try to send a picture of if you care. Let me see if I can find it. There it goes. Um, once again, in your Zencaster chat, we can go ahead and speculate as to what this might be. You see King Thanos there at the center. Um, Man, I'm so out of the loop of and all. Of it. So this is this is all Marvel characters. You know? Okay. Let's see, we got a Spider Man, an animated Spider Man. See, I can't even identify them all. I like comics more than I like the movies. I've not really seen any of the movies. Okay, uh, scenes through what? 555? Right. Remember that bit? Oh, yeah. I see Miss <laughs> Marvel. I see Cap. I see Hulk. I see the Mighty Thor. I mean, I see a lot of characters there. Now, the really interesting ride part is obviously the very bottom there of that art. So, Rianne and a couple other people said they thought that for sure this looks like a water ride. Now, I've heard other people say that they think for sure this looks like a trackless ride. So, Ben, just based off of that art, because that's all we have. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's going to be like a like a character breakfast meet and greet. Oh, that could be. Like, uh, <clears throat> that's like kind of a table there these people are sitting at. And all the characters are kind of singing. 
maybe like a, you know, like a little like sing along karaoke kind of thing. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. All right. Yeah. So that's all we know about that ride coming to Disneyland, California, a Disney California adventure. <clears throat> um, let's see. Pacific Wharf at Disney's California Adventure is going to become San Francisco, including a Baymax meet uh, photo op, which is very cool. San Francisco. Uh, from Big Hero Six. Oh, is that a, oh, okay? It's a movie reference. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's where they live in that movie. Oh, okay. I saw that one a while ago. It's pretty good. Uh, Paradise Pier Hotel to become Pixar Place Hotel. Now, I heard the backstory about this hotel, and boy, oh boy, is it sad. What's that? This was originally built as a housing for the Olympic athletes in the Los Angeles Olympics in the 80s. Nice. And Disney bought it, and it <laughs> turned it into a Disneyland hotel. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That sounds about right. Yeah, so now they're retheming it again. Ta-da! Um, downtown Disney... It's going to receive over one dozen new shopping and dining options. A few specifics that were listed. Din Tai Fung Restaurant and Porto's Bakery. Hot. Yeah, never heard of either, but they're supposed to be good. Uh, Run Disney Races returning to Disneyland Resort in 2024. Pretty sure I'm gonna that we're gonna try and do that. What is it again? The something run races? Disney races, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> if you'd be interested in doing a YFCS team, that could be fun. So, is it just like a half marathon, or what's the um, I th- they usually do well at Disneyland, they'll be smaller because I don't know, they, they don't really have all the info to probably do a full marathon. They'll definitely do at least a 5k and a 10k and possibly a half down at Disney world. They'll do 5k, 10k half and full. But like I said, if you'd be interested in doing a YFCS team, that could be fun. Um, I'm 50-50 on runs. I haven't done one in a while. Well, that one won't be till 2024 <clears throat> at Disneyland. Um, but that was a fun ex- in, uh, announcement, and I'm going to try to take advantage of that because that sounds like a fun time. Um, Mickey's Toontown is going to reopen in early 2023 with new and modified experiences, um, such as Donald's boat 
and a new garden and a model available in the world of wonder <clears throat> uh, booth in the show floor kind of showed off that Donald's boat and the redoing of uh, Toontown kind of opened up the space a bit. The El Capitoon looks very nice. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Runaway Railway will be pretty cool back there. Now, this is when they brought out some Imagineers to talk about Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Let me find a video, perhaps, that I can show you of this one, because this is this is a this was an oh boy moment. That's for sure. Um, because they brought out, um, the Imagineers and they, there was one part where they talked about how they'll be using mist and lighting. And the footage they showed looked like any basic haunted house. What is in this? Oh, did you send a link yet? I'm looking for it. Uh, Got to scrub the whole damn video for it. <laughs> well, I can't fucking find it. But suffice it to say. It looks rough. Ah, here we go. Here you go. Okay, so... About 43 minutes in. Oh, actually, go back to about 40 minutes. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, the woman they just showed with the white hair is a little scary. Go to 40 minutes. All right, so this is the new... Yeah, um, they're showing Splash Mountain going from day to night. The Tiana's. It looks nice at night with the lighting. Mm-hmm. But here you go. The latest cutting-edge technology.
Look at that. So, oh, that's cool. Do you see the the light and the fog? Mm-hmm. So like, it looks they're like, like they're they're basically projecting onto the onto like the flume part, right? Like it just looks like a sh- that looks like shit. It looks like a promo video for like DJ gear. Not like a Disney ride. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It looks kind of cool. Maybe. I don't know. I thought the little projection effect on the on the first drop looked. Oh, that. No, no, no. I'm talking about a little bit further up. Oh, oh. Okay. Now I see the DJ promo video. Yeah. They're like the mist. This is true Bayou magic. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the nighttime model of the ride, like that they had in there, looked awesome. But then once they cut to that part, you're like, what the fuck is this? Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna open in late 2024. Features several original cast members from the film for voices, so uh, not many details really given at all about the ride, <clears throat> except for some lighting and fog. Uh, there's going to be a new nighttime show for Epcot to celebrate the Walt Disney Company 100th. Um, so hopefully you didn't really like Harmonious all that much. Uh, Moana Journey of Water, and then they kind of hinted that the rest of the neighborhoods of World Discovery would be opening in late 2023. So, basically, the whole front half of the park, what used to be Future World. Okay. In Epcot. They said Moana Journey of Water, and I think they kind of hinted at the rest of the World Discovery Neighborhoods, air quote, opening in late 2023. Uh, They said Figment, walk-around character, is returning to Epcot. Uh, Hatbox Ghost is coming to the Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom in 2023. Congratulations. Um, Unclear if it's going to be Jared Leto. Uh, Tron Light Cycle Run is going to open in spring 2023. Who fucking called it right here on this show? Ya boy. That'll be cool. Yeah. And I was excited because I got that prediction 100% right. Uh, New Disney Cruise Line ship themed to adventure is coming. And it's going to be called the Disney Treasure. All right. (laughs) Hopefully the toilets don't overflow on that one. (laughs) Yeah, man. Cruises are, I don't know. I'd like to try one. I've never gone. Um, our buddy Trev from Australia, Trevor, 
He posted this on our Discord. The Disney Wonder is going to Australia and New Zealand. So from, that's cool. Uh, from where? From here. Okay, that's cool. They're, they're, it's, they actually announced it's going to be making a South Pacific sailing um, <clears throat> as it's in transit to Australia and New Zealand. But how do you incorporate Frozen into that? Um, on the Wonder? I don't know where they have Frozen incorporated. Like on the Wish, the newest one that just came out, they have a Frozen dinner show. Everything is frozen. Well, they definitely talked about the there are three new frozen lands in development in the globe around the globe. Um, let's see, that's coming up. Oh, there's a new Bohemian Island destination currently under construction called Lighthouse Point. Clever. They showed man. a a very weird video of Josh DeMauro standing on an undeveloped island. That's like, this is going to be lighthouse point. <laughs> uh, apparently it's going to be powered 90% by light, like sunlight. So, you know, see how that goes. Um, <laughs> Duffy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, I, I know what you mean, <laughs> but when you said light, it just seemed like that was, not a, a a slip like that was the Disney marketing, like you know what I mean. Like they just come out, yeah, like, so, 90 percent yeah. powered by light, by light. <laughs> <laughs> just leave, just leave the island out in the sun, friends. <laughs> oh, God. We'll leave the light on for you. Uh, Duffy and friends. Oh, they're about to push Duffy and friends here in America pretty hard again. Get ready for it. Duffy and friends are getting their own eight episode, uh, six episode stop animation show on Disney plus. Wonderful. What's Duffy? Uh, it's a bear. That's uh, really popular. It's a stuffed bear. Uh, really popular in Tokyo. And I believe other parts of Asia, they brought out Lena Bell, a friend of Duffy's. Um, she's cute. Cute costume. So, and they had a fucking ass load of Duffy shit for sale in the D23 marketplace. So, yeah, they're going to push Duffy again really hard here in the States soon. Is that one so of the. Is that the same bear that was on that old that old Disney ride with like the animatronics that sang? Which ride? I don't know. I think it was a Disney. No, I don't thing. think Duffy. No, I don't think Duffy was. There's no ride which Duffy is on, especially not here in America. Yeah, there Duffy's was only old- really a thing in Asia. Okay, I just know there was some old Disney thing where it's like a bear singing and different animals are singing. They have like animatronics, like, Oh, the country bear jamboree. Yes. Okay. So that's not Duffy. No, the country bear jamboree is not Duffy. (laughs) 
No, different bears. <laughs> Although there's probably a country bear jamboree costume for Duffy. Which would be pretty cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, Duffy, Duffy is going to be here in the States, though. Or they're going to try. They're going to try. Uh, Z- okay. Uh, Zootopia area at Shanghai Disneyland is under construction. They showed a clip of uh, one of the animatronics. It looked pretty good. It looked really good, actually. Um, Hong Kong Disneyland is going to get a new statue of Walt and Mickey. It looked beautiful, actually. It was very nice. Um, Hong Kong Disneyland to open World of Frozen in the second half of 2023, um, which will feature... Oh, here we go. This is exciting news. A roller coaster. Wandering Oaken sliding sleighs. Hmm. It's a long it's, name. It's a it's like a highly themed Vacoma like roller mod- modified roller skater, I think. Okay. Let me let me RCBB it just so we can actually go over the, the coaster facts, right? Um, wandering Oak and Sliding Sleighs. Um, Speaking of roller skater. It's a Vacoma w- Jr. As far as the, roller skaters, you know the one at Kentucky Kingdom where it's like built over a hole? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was always weird. Here we go. The concept art looks pretty good on this, though. Especially for a Vacoma Jr. coaster. Uh, Ruger, laid out. 977 feet long. That's the only stat we've got on it. Damn, that's pretty short. Although I guess that's normal. looks great, though. Remember we had to ride the roller skater together at Disneyland? Yeah, Gadget's Go Coaster. Yeah. Yeah, that was a squeeze. Um, Walt, Duty- Walt Disney Studios Paris expanding with a new promenade to connect Arendelle and opening new Tangled theme attraction. That's pretty cool. Uh, Tokyo Disney Sea is constructing Fantasy Springs as their eighth port, which is pretty cool. Space Mountain and New Plaza at Tokyo Disneyland are going to be open by 2027. That's pretty fucking awesome. New Space Mountain there looks fucking awesome. And then here is where shit went really fucking crazy in this presentation. Josh DeMauro, the president of Disney Parks and Experiences, brought out Jennifer Lee, the director of like Disney Studios Animation, and like one of the Imagineers, and basically said, first, what if in Dinoland... We put Zootopia and Moana. 
What did the crowd and then do? They, sh- they were like, you know, people applauded, and then they showed a piece of concept art. And then they said, have you ever wondered what's beyond Big Thunder Mountain? It's like, yeah, what do you mean? It's like, well, what if it was Coco and you could like take a flight into the land of the dead and it was like Encanto and you could visit the Casita Madrigal and beyond that was an area for villains. And then they showed a piece of concept art. They should just throw in some like ones just to fuck around at the people. Like, what if? And there's something totally insane. Yeah, I think they were just doing some market research of some concepts that they obviously already have developed. But I think that possibly... See, it's it's open to interpretation of the phrasing, but I think that they could have possibly been talking about a fifth gate. Like, it could have possibly been an expansion of Magic Kingdom, but it could have also been a fifth gate they were talking about because they didn't make it clear. They just said, on the other side of Big Thunder Mountain which could be a park that butts up to that side. Right. But they didn't give any details. It was all, they literally said, this is all blue sky stuff. Then Josh tomorrow said, uh, the Disney hundred years of wonder celebration is going to be, Center to Disneyland. Uh, Magic Happens Parade is returning to Disneyland in January, which is great because it only ran for two weeks before COVID shut them down. And then he said two new nighttime shows at Disneyland Wondrous Journeys at Disneyland and World of Color One, celebrating the story of Walt at Disney's California Adventure. And that was all of the announcements. Well, so not a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I don't have anything to compare it to, but I mean, what were the, so what were the, I'm curious, what are the people like at D23? A lot of really awesome cosplay. Um, the exact amount of people you would expect on rascal scooters. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> any oxygen tanks? I didn't see any, but I wouldn't be surprised. There's like a ton of like people with like arm loads 
and armloads of merchandise, like of bags of merchandise. Oh, sure. Like, um, I saw at least a dozen Indiana Jones. What about furries? I'm sure there was some there. There was a, (laughs) oh, there was a whole section of like pin traders and those people look like you would expect. Of course. Except instead of wearing the pins, they all have them in pin books. I mean, how what what's the most pins you can have? Honestly, bro, we weren't even able to get into the pin store at D23. Oh, Everything God. was virtual queue and we could not get a reservation for the fucking pin store. The pin store. It's exactly what I, it's probably, I feel like it's pretty close to what I imagine it to be like. I've never seen a Disney pin. Let me Google it. There's thousands upon thousands of different kinds. I got three show exclusive pins. I like attractions pins, but I don't really like the other ones. Because it's overwhelming. There's too many. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. Hmm. There was um there was a cool booth that had that was all about from the Walt Disney Archives celebrating the hundred years of Walt Disney Studios. It was really neat. We got to see uh like Snow White's dress from the actual premiere. We got to see Julie Andrews' dress screen used from Mary Poppins. There was some original props from the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. There was original silk screen posters as well as um, some very old artifacts from Disneyland's opening. They had some screen-used props from Tron and Dick Tracy. And they had the wand from the Disney Channel. (laughs) You know, that they would draw the ears with. (laughs) How is that? Like, that's, that's kind of funny. It was it was in a case, man. It was in it was in a glass case. Respect the <laughs> wand. <laughs> Disney Channel wand. It said like all of your favorite celebrities drew the ears with this wand. Zac Efron and Raven Simone and 
It's like, okay, Selena Gomez. I'm like, all right, I get it. The wand. They had a photo op, dude. We didn't even wait in line because that shit was like an hour long. It was basically like a giant TV with the ears. Then they had a different wand. (laughs) Oh, my God, Ruger. They don't. That wasn't the wand. And then they had uh, some props from Star Wars. And yeah, they had an imagination or imagineering one that had a bunch of models because it's imagineering. Which is cool. Got to see Tiana in there. The model was cool. Toontown model was cool. All the different Frozen Lands. Oh, uh, Walt's statue that's going to Epcot was in there. That was cool. Um, yeah, there's just like, that show floor is crazy. There's so much to see. And where is this all take place? Anaheim Convention Center. Oh, it seems pretty big. Yeah, dude. It takes up, like, the show floor was, like, three halls. Because it was, like, A, B, and C. Yeah. Well, what's the craziest uh, person? I mean, did you people watch? What was, like, the craziest person there? Dude, just like some of the the cosplay. Um, There was a person dressed in them. It's hard to even say they were dressed. It was like a R2-D2 mech. Like it was a mech suit, but it had an R2-D2 head. Mm -hmm. That was moving like R2-D2, and it sounded like R2-D2. But it was a full fucking mech suit that was like eight feet tall. That's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. Shit was crazy. Disney. I don't know, man. Disney is just crazy to me. Like how big of a company it is. How much they own. The whole scale of the parks. Yeah, that's wild. I wonder if Disney's going to, though, I mean, do you think Disney's going to ever start, like, failing? In what way? Well, I mean, every company always reaches a plateau or, like, you know, they reach their heyday and then they start a slow decline. I just feel like Disney's bought too much shit in the last 10 years. And now they have no more, they really have no room to expand. Yeah, but they're making record profits. Well, right. I mean, right now, like, the since COVID, I don't think is a good indicator of like future health. Everyone's got so much, everyone's sitting on like so much cash right now. 
just like spending well, they money. Came in, but they came in to COVID with a bunch of debt. Because right before COVID, they had just finished buying Fox. Well, right. It, it That's what I mean, though. Like, I think it's that's really good timing. I don't know. I, I guess, like, I mean, I have no info. Like, no info. I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, like Nickelodeon. I mean, Nickelodeon's in decline, right? Yeah, but Nickelodeon's owned by Viacom. Yeah, that's true. You always got to look upwards. It's kind of like people comparing Universal and Disney, where like Universal's building um, Epic Universe right now, and Disney doesn't have any concrete plans laid out to build a competing park. It's like, well, Universal is owned by General Electric, meaning a theme park in Orlando is a blip on the radar for them. Yeah. Right. Whereas Disney is a company that just finished trying to help balance out revenue from theme parks because they've always historically been profit driven by theme parks, despite their studio operations. The, the bulk of Disney's operating income comes from theme parks. Yeah, that's true. So them trying to, you know, them diversifying the studio end a bit more was a good move. But yeah, it's like, it's just fundamentally different companies, you know? Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're going to fail because... It's not like they're too big to fail. For right now, they have enough of a, like inherent market demand they probably have like a decade of inherent market demand you know what i mean right now if they don't like try to like do some more stuff within that time to re-energize people's interest then yeah i could see things start to shift But who knows? Disney buys maybe, SeaWorld. Yeah, maybe they move all the parks to Texas. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Florida's too woke. Holy shit, man. Well, that was exhausting just recapping everything to you. Imagine how much it was to live it. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a lot. It sounds fun, though. Um, I guess I don't know if I say I ever would go to it, but um, I think I definitely you have would fun go to- going to one day of it. Yeah, I mean, I'd go if it was in lieu with, or, uh, like, with actually going to Disneyland. Yeah, I feel like you would enjoy, it would be fun 
I think you'd have fun going to like the parks panel where they do all the announcements and seeing some of the wild shit. Cause like the cosplay and stuff is crazy. But uh yeah, man. Thankfully it's every other year, so got a whole year to recover and save money. <laughs> to buy pins. Yep. No, I mean, let me think. I think the priciest thing I bought was a DuckTales bomber jacket that was so sick. It's a DuckTail bomber jacket? Yeah. What is it? What does it look like? It's got the DuckTales logo huge on the back. It's black and white uh, accents. And then there's a small DuckTales logo with Huey, Dewey, and Louie on the front. DuckTales. Oh. That was a show um, exclusive. So I had to get it. Trying to remember what that was. Cartoon show. Okay, I think I've, I remember seeing this, yeah. Yeah, it was a fun show. And the jacket's super sick, so I had to get it. <laughs> I also got a really cool Pizza Planet shirt. That was, uh, it's <clears throat> junk food. It's real nice. It's got, like, pizzas on it and pizza slices. And, uh, like, the aliens from Toy Story are, like, the pepperonis. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I got a Walt Disney Imagineering 70th Anniversary shirt. Um, We got a bunch of art prints that are really cool. We're going to hang... Rianne got some clothes. I got three show exclusive pins. One for Dumbo, one for tea cups, and one just for the show itself. And shit, what else did we find? Got a Muppet shirt for my dad. He wanted. Um. They had a Kronk lounge fly, like a double Kronk lounge fly bag that was really cool. But it had like a shimmery finish on it, so I didn't want to get it. A little too feminine for my taste. Yeah, but can't you buy and resell? I could have. But they didn't sell out at the con, so... Oh, okay. I mean, I got a lounge fly when I was there because they make a good park bag. And some of them don't. 
some of them are a lot more like gender neutral. So I got the play in the parks one. It's nice. Well, speaking of TSA and luggage, can I send you a video? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. It's a little gap esque, but not, it's not shocking or anything. It's just, it just makes me laugh. And, uh, Oh, God. It's better not have an egg in it. Oh. Oh, boy. (laughs) And this is at the Milwaukee airport. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's how COVID spreads. (laughs) Yeah, think about that. What's disgusting is that think about all the staff and things in an airplane that other people use that she is going to interact with. Um, You know what I mean? After doing that. Ugh. At least she had a mask. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) God, the video. Yeah, that's. A lot. We need to have a not safe for work channel thread on Discord to share these, to share the magic. All right. We'll have to modify our rules a little bit, but I think we can do that. By private invite only, 21 and up. Well, yeah, I think we could set that up. We'll have to adjust some rules. Do we have anything else to go over aside from uh, that well, horribleness you just sent me? Well, I was going to say park. I mean, park news wise, did you see that Adventure Island uh, closed early? Adventure Island or Lost Island, whatever. Oh, did thing, it? Thing in Iowa? Yeah. Yeah. Did it really? So, but no uh, bad news about next year, at least. Yeah, except they already took your fucking season pass money. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, folks. Moose South Front should have told you. Other than that, uh, Mr. Freeze, I don't know if we talked about that. Oh, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, 9-11, never forget. Came and went. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, 
We got Dragster down. I wonder, you know what? How much you want to bet that maybe it's Intamin or someone is offering some type of uh, like roller coaster refurbishment or upgrade for new launch systems for outdated rides like that. Are you suggesting that they're RMCing Dragster? But not quite RMC, but basically they're doing they're LSMing. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> RMC Dragster. Don't LSM my L I M. There's a shirt. Don't don't fucking uh don't Swiss my Ohio. <laughs> Don't, uh, oh yeah, Premier is from, I always forget Premier is from the U.S. Maryland, I believe. That's right. All right, well, I'm getting tired as fuck. Yeah, I'm, uh, my dog is, has been not stop bother, nonstop bothering me the last hour there's another skunk oh god i trapped the skunk so look at this shit on the directions for the trap it's like after trapping the skunk it's like you can either open the door and shoot it um submerge it in water and drown it or connect the car exhaust to a box and let it and smoke it out <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. I uh I did I brought it ten miles away to a hiking trail and let it loose. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. No, that's really what I did. Did you really? Yeah. Well that's good of you. I drove it away, drove it like 10 miles away, let it go. And it was like a hundred degrees in an area with no shade and probably no food. But I think that felt a little bit better than just shooting it. Outright in the face. fucking killing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Seriously. I mean, very, here's the thing. The trap, the trap is from Wisconsin. So like, that's what we used to, I mean, I don't want to, you know, we've shot rodents and whatnot in the yard, but it's a little, it feels a little different when your your backyard is not a field, you know, it's, it's a lot in an urban setting feels a little different. Shoot it in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was, before I started recording, I was talking about my neighbor though, has been outside every night with a paintball gun, just going nuts. So I, I have a feeling that that's the other skunk. So, That's one of the most fucking Colorado things I think I've ever heard you say. What's that? My neighbor's w- been over there with a paintball gun going nuts. <laughs> I don't know if it's Colorado. It's just I live in the I live in the most I live in in a fun neighborhood. It's not 
quite gentrified. Dude, kids, like teenage kids, drive ATVs down the uh, sidewalks and bike trails. It's pretty crazy to see. Someone drove his car down the bike trail. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a wild, it's a wild neighborhood. <clears throat> yeah, that shit happens all the time here in Chicago, though. They'd be like, let me get up on Lakeshore Drive bike trail. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm about to take my happy ass to bed. All right. Yeah, I got to do the same. All right, dude. Well, this has been fun and informative. We'll make fun of Dragster more next time. This is the most Disney and informative show probably ever. I had to get it all out. <laughs> but but I... uh. I've resolved that since I'm now completely um, indoctrinated that I may have to take my Disney shit elsewhere. I get it. I think one episode a year is fine. Yeah, I think I got more than that in me, so I might have to take that elsewhere. It is. It's weird how Disney is its own thing because... There's not a whole lot of roller coaster Disney park crossover. It bleeds, but it's not. No one's bilingual. If that makes like there are there, there's I feel like there's very few like bilingual people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotta find them and uh, started a Disney podcast. You could do uh, how many Disney podcasts do you think there are? Dozens. Dozens of us. I have an idea, kind of, but I know. Oh, dude, there's more I know than you're do- not on that. that there's ride, more than a dozen. So. Oh, there there are dozens. Oh, dude, this is holy shit! If you just type in Disney, it goes forever. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Vault talk, Disney World A to Z. D D D today. All about the mouse. The Disney Crush. Macrodosing. If Disney ran your life. Dude, you could like do a weekly review of Disney podcasts for over a hundred episodes. Gays do the D by the way, if I've, I've rambled off a show that you <laughs> make and you're a listener, I'm sorry. I'm just in shock. Yeah, dude, it's bigger than the roller coaster thing. The happiest podcast on earth.
dudes who love Disney. Disney fun facts. <laughs> Disney Channel original groupies. Damn, dude. Good Lord. Dude, this is a rabbit hole. Fuck. Yeah, bye, Ben. I'm I'm disappearing now. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I'm you know what's really funny? World. You know what's hilarious though? The Ben Shapiro show just randomly popped up in the mix. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Which means that there must be crossover somewhere. Oh, he, he was probably talking shit about Disney for a couple weeks. Probably. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Bogus anyway. Disney. <laughs> On that lovely note. I could see his argument being like, now, I support a business's decision to do whatever they want. This is a free market. However, if your market interferes with my family in it, I don't know. Religious freedom. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. And uh, shit, until next time, your favorite, favorite Disney sucks. sucks. <laughs>